Welcome to Sideways Boulevard, where three Kansas City horror authors get together and talk about the weird stuff that they love to find on the interwebs and all around in this world. I'm Mark L. Groves. Shelby Dollar and J.E. Peterson were not able to join me for this one because I recorded these podcasts live at the Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention in Kansas City in mid-March. Not only did I get to sell books, which you can find, by the way, on Amazon.com, just look up Magnificent Cowlick Media, plug, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. I also had the opportunity to interview a number of the vendors that were out there. And by vendors, I mean people presenting. So I got to talk to a couple of mediums. I talked to a gentleman who wrote some books about Bigfoot. Talked to another gentleman who gets together with a group of people and contacts aliens through astral projection and more. So much fun. So good. And many, many thanks to Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention and specifically April and Bettina, who made all of this possible. Y'all rock. Anyway, let's get into it. Here is the first of three podcasts from the KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention with Sideways Boulevard. We're here at the KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention. People walking by, the people here are so friendly. It is really a community where you can explore all these different uh, avenues and, and just do it. Talk openly, talk honestly. There's nobody giving you the, you know, the stink eye or anything. It's very cool. And one of the uh, the people that I met yesterday, and we talked about doing this today, Joe Flowers has uh, joined me out of Topeka, Kansas. Now we had some great conversations yesterday, Joe, about um, uh, some very uh, cool bar. Yes. That is in Topeka that has a motorcycle made out of what? Bones. It's a motorcycle made out of bones. Bones, yes. I, I am so going. This is this is going to happen. It, just, it went right onto my bucket list. Plus, uh, what was the name of the, your favorite Mexican restaurant in the world in Topeka? Well, I have two of them. Uh, they're just little diners. One's a Boved de la Vida, and the other one's is Tacos Mexicano. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry even. Because <laughs> when we discussed them yesterday, I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so good. Um, all right. Now, Joe, the reason that we're sitting here chatting, besides the fact that, you know, super cool places in Topeka, is that you, what do you, what do you call what you do? Are you a medium? Are you a reader? Or what I'm, a, you- I'm a psychic medium. I was born with the gift. And my mom said at the age of three, I started having tea parties with my spirits. Oh, seriously? Oh, seriously. And at the age of 11, uh, I, they were still hanging around me. And they still do. Oh, sure. And uh, she t- came into my bedroom and says, please tell your friends that you have school tomorrow. They need to leave. <laughs> so now, now, did she know? Did she think they were imaginary friends? In the no, meeting, she or? knew. Because okay. I come um, from a long line of psychics on both sides, my mom and dad's side. That's pretty wild. Yes. And so when I told them, okay, I have school tomorrow. You have to leave. They go through the wall. And I always wanted to do that. Well, at the age of 13, I realized that they were spirits, not real people. Because when I see spirits, I see like they're real people. So you've, you've got a, like a full visual manifestation. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, Very much so. Wow. That, wasn't that kind of hard, though, uh, when you're growing up to see these things and then to realize other people can't see them? No, because I thought I was normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Until I was 20. Because when I was growing up, being Mexican heritage, uh-huh. Catholics, and, and having older generations around me, we were not allowed to play with cards. 
So I wasn't allowed to play with any kind of chords. When I went to college, that's the first thing those girls taught me. What's, what's, what's a queen, what's a king, what's a jack, and taught me some card games. Well, one morning, I was uh, studying for a test, and there was a deck of cards there, just a plain deck of cards. So I took them out to play solitaire, and I saw things. And I put them all back, and I thought, okay, it's 3.30 in the morning. I'm seeing things. I need to go to bed. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so... L- l- you you touch you were looking at this deck of cards mm-hmm. and when you say you started seeing things were you seeing them on the cards or just they, were, they were coming right to I you? I see pictures of people's lives. And then when you put the cards away, the, it continued. No, it go, it goes okay. it goes away at that time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you were you were staying up late <laughs> oh, against yeah. mom and dad's will. No, no, at these I was cards in college. And, oh, college. Studying okay. for a test. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I've studied far too long, and I'm going to bed. And two weeks later, we were in the student union. Uh-huh. And they said, do you want to play gin rummy? I said, sure. So I went over. They gave me seven cards. And I told, told the guy across from me, I said, you know what? You're going to get two scholarships go back to Philadelphia. What? And he goes, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, do you know that, Joe? I said, I don't know. Reshuffle, Miss deal. So they gave me another seven cards. And the girl that was sitting next to me, I looked at her and he goes, you know that guy you're dating? He goes, yeah. I said, you're going to marry him. How do you know that? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I'm going back to the dorm. I got up, went to the dorm, and I called my mom. And I said, I'm hitching a ride. I'm coming home this weekend. She goes, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Meanwhile, so. my heartbeat is beating like a rabbit. So I went home and... Uh, I went to the front door. My mom said, is that you? And I said, yeah. Well, I'll go in the dining room. I'll bring some sweet tea. I went, okay. I went in the dining room. My heart's beating like a rabbit. I'm sitting there. My mind, no, my mom still has a belt somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> she's a Mexican You're mom. You're going to go back to college, girl. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a Mexican mom, and they're not afraid to use it at any age. So here I am at 20, and I sat down, and... Uh, she says, what's going on? I said, well, I see things in cards. Yeah. And she goes, oh, yes, God gave you a gift. Well, first of all, that wasn't the answer I was expecting. No. Second of all, I thought, can I give it back? <laughs> and she went, no, you cannot. But you have to follow three rules in your life. You never tell a lie. What you see is what you see. Yeah. You always help people, no matter what, and never become greedy. Yeah. So I always tell people what I see. There's two things I do not read, and I choose not to read them, and that's the death. Nobody should tell you when you're going to die. That's up to whoever you wrote your contract with. Second one is a lottery. If psychics knew lotteries, numbers, there wouldn't be a lottery. I no, mean, hello. I think and, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah, just me a bunch I of rich psychics on a doing, beach somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing readings. <laughs> I mean, and the third is um, to always help people. And there's a lot of times that I do these fairs that I'll give away eight readings to people that really need them. Yeah. Because I know they don't have the money or something's going on. And I'll tell them, hey, sit down. You need a reading. And they'll sit down and, you know, other people don't enjoy me doing that. But, you know, that's my path. It's a gift from God. 
Amen. Amen. Well, we uh, you've brought a deck of cards. Yes. And we talked about doing a reading with yours truly. Yes. So all I ask is that if something pops up in that head and you're like, oh, that's gross. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. No <laughs> like from rated. the mic. No yeah. yeah, if you don't mind. Okay. No, I have to tell you. Okay. <laughs> you got to shuffle. This is going to be interesting. All right, so first part of the process mm -hmm. is I shuffle the cards. Yes, you do not cut them. Now, this is so very interesting as opposed to, like, tarot cards. And this, because is, this is my Walgreens special. <laughs> I, I take out the, the jokers. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm sitting here, and as uh, we're in the hallway here, and as people are passing, I am shuffling cards. Do I do mm -hmm. it more than once, twice? You can do it a couple more times. Done. I'll make sure. And I noticed you've pulled one out already. Yeah, that's my foundation. Okay, the foundation. Very good. I'm going to do one last okay. time here because it feels right. And I'm just going to go with the go with the feels. And do it up this. Okay. And there we go. Right. There's my deck. Okay. Now, the cool thing also, by the way, as you're listening to this, though Joe and I talked yesterday, I haven't told her jack about me. The, uh, Joe and I, we had a lot of fun chatting about the, uh, the convention here and then uh, talking about spooky stuff in Topeka. And there's a ghost tours with a friend of hers that looks amazing. But we didn't talk about anything personal uh, uh, that, you know, was in deeply personal. So when I, that, that, like the ghost tours uh, of ghost tours of Kansas, uh, that's his, the CEO is Kathy Ramirez. We do a psychic fun and feast. So the, we go to a restaurant, a haunted restaurant. She does a presentation. We have a good meal, and then I do readings. And I always ask the people at the table, do not talk about anything personal. Right. Do not talk about your plans, because I want this to be fresh. Yeah. And when, you, when a psychic, when you go to a psychic, and they ask you, what are you worried about? What do you want to know? And you tell them, that's a hook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't asked you anything. No. And I'm going to start talking. And that's the way I do. I start talking. I don't ask you anything. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, first of all, are you looking to, um, to move your location? My location? Uh, your house. Are you thinking about selling that? Oh, I'm moving. I had thought about it. We're, we're not going to for a while, but. I see within the next four years. Okay. Okay. Looks really good. If you do, where do you want to go back to? Where's your heart at? Oh, that's that's kind of funny you say that because uh, it's small towns. Yeah, because uh, I see that's where your heart, that's where you bloom, that's where you get your creative juices. Okay? Yes, I see about four more books in front of me that you're going to do. Oh wow! Okay, are you already working on two? I uh, yeah, I just put that one out mm -hmm. not more than a few weeks ago, and okay. I do have another one in the progress. Yeah. In progress. Yeah, don't be don't be procrastinating. Do it because <laughs> sometimes you tend to drag bud. <laughs> okay. You know that by looking at how I dress. I don't know. <laughs> no, about that. no, no. You're you're a, you're a spiffy dresser. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you need to not procrastinate and really do it. Okay. okay. But I see like an additional four to five more books. Nice. Okay. And it looks really good for you. One of your books is really going to go off the beaten path. Okay. Um, when you hear about it or you're thinking about it, don't just blow it off. Really look into it. You know, okay. 
Uh, actually, yeah, there are two books. Yeah. I just realized the other one, because it's, and it's not fiction. It's not horror fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be doggone. Yeah. So it's a beaten path, but go for it. Okay. Broaden your networking, broaden your doors. All right. Okay. Do you have a son? Yes. How old? Uh, he is 22. Is he thinking about changing his career? Not him. Who is of your kids? That's uh, my other, my firstborn. Ah, how old is he? They are uh, 24. Yeah. Well, one thing about changing the career. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it looks a lot better if he did. Where he's at right now is a dead end. Yeah. So they're doing lies to him. They go, well, the next opening, we're really going to think about you. And then they go around him. That is weird. That is exactly. Yeah. And he's getting tired. Yeah. It's fake promises. He really needs to look. Because once he starts looking, <laughs> the best time to look would be any time after March 22nd. Okay. To really start looking because I see two other opportunities for him. Okay. One is completely different. It would challenge him because at times he gets really bored. So anything that would challenge him is really good. The other one's about the same thing. Yeah. So I hope he goes for the challenge because he, he will really do well with it. Okay. Then the 20-year-old, how, what is he doing? Uh, he's a plumber. Yeah. Is he his own business? No, he works for a large company. Uh, he's going to have his own business. <laughs> I'm going to say by the time he's, before he's 30, he'll have his own business. I believe He'll that. have him and another guy with somebody that he really trusts. And I better know who. Okay. And somebody won't take advantage of him. Yeah. And uh, I see them doing a really good business. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. And then you have one more that we uh, didn't talk about? Uh, kids? No. Not that I know okay, of. You have two twins, you said? Nope. Oh, uh, just, just, a, just two, two kids. Two my firstborn oh, okay. and, my, and my son. Okay. Now, is uh, the oldest one, is he married? Uh, no, they are not. Okay. He's not even looking. No. He's very content the way it is. Yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, so far. Yeah. And right now, he's thinking more about money, about saving. Yes, they are. And getting things for themselves. Get them, yes. get them set. Yes. Okay. And what does your wife do? Graphic designer. Uh, and actually, good. life coach also. She, go, she needs to go more into the life coach. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. A graphic design is good for a paycheck. Okay. <laughs> but the life coach, that's her calling. It, it is, yeah. actually, 100%. Yeah. She's a transformational she's, she's coach. She's an old soul. She's yeah. an old soul that she knows what's really troubling people before they even know it. That's funny you even say that because, yeah, when, when she does these, I've, uh, I've chat, you know, we talk mm-hmm. every evening, and uh, one of the things that uh, she kind of laughs about, sometimes laughs in a good way in that mm-hmm. this is working, uh, is talking with clients and when they cry. Mm-hmm. Because there's some point that she found just by working with yeah. them and talking to them, and they released. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you—that's you, spot yeah. on. But it looks really good, okay, for her to do that. She yeah. needs to take the leap of faith. People need to remember when they take the leap of faith that God never puts you where you're not supposed to be. Nice. There's always a purpose. Okay, you need to watch one of your knees. You got a little weakness on one. I'm going to say probably arthritis developing. See, you have been watching me, haven't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need to watch one of your knees. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say it's probably the left knee. 
I wouldn't be surprised. There is one of them, and I, yeah. I can't think offhand because like all of this stuff is kind of freaking me out a little bit in the good way. Uh-huh. I'm like, God Almighty, this is really How accurate. How does she know that? Yeah, stop it, Joe. Yeah, it must be psychic. <laughs> and okay, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Derp. Uh, okay, give me one more. One more thing? Yeah, just one. Your more. grandfather. Were you close to him? You know, no, I wasn't. Well, he protects you a lot. Really? When you travel, do you see all the hawks? Yes. He sends them for your protection. Oh. Was he a man of the earth? He, yeah, a farmer. Yep, that's him. I'll be doggone. <laughs> I, I would have never thought of Ollie being, uh, being along with me. Yeah, uh, because he loved traveling. He, liked, he, he was an outside guy. And your new ventures, that's what I really like. It's really going to open some doors for you. You're going to go to different places that you didn't even think about going. That is so wild that you even said that, too, because uh, in two weeks from this recording, mm-hmm. uh, I started at a completely new place uh, doing writing and, and a, a different industry than radio mm-hmm. that I've been in for 35 plus years. Yeah, but years. you need to find your joy. Yeah, that, and that's what it was all about right yeah. there. You need to find your joy. If you don't have your joy, then you're wasting. You're awesome. wasting time. Well, Joe, this has been really wild and cool. And the fact that, you know, it's a deck of cards. Out of a deck of cards. My Walgreens special. (laughs) Without (laughs) the jokers. Now, if somebody else wants to... to have this experience with you, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's Joe Flowers. That's J O, and then flowers like you send your mom flowers. Mm-hmm. And if you look that up on Facebook, uh, you'll be able to find Joe. And Joe is out of Topeka. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the uh, you you do you're kind of old school on this, so there's no website. No. You find the contact on uh, Facebook uh, is about as mm-hmm. internet as it gets. And uh, when you look at Joe Flowers, I'm going to be, I am developing a page. Yes. And I hope to get that running in a couple of weeks. But if you need me before then, look under Joe, J-O, Salahar, S-A-L-E-H-A-R. And you'll find me. And just, yeah, send a message and she'll dig that out. You and, got it. And get you some contact. And the what I think one of the keys though is that it is a person to person. It's a one on one. I can in do the phone readings. You can. Yeah, I, I have. I think every state except uh, Wyoming and Ohio, but I, I cover almost every state now. I do Hawaii. I do Alaska by phone. Yeah, they call me. They send me what I need to That's get amazing. through the mail, and then I do a phone reading. Now I've tried the computer. Yeah. I can't. I just can't connect. <laughs> it's nothing. It's cold. I just, but you, I hear your voice, and automatically we bound. Nice. So it, you, this is one of the, the many things going on right here at the Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention this weekend. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it will have passed. But keep your eye peeled on those because they will be doing more of them. I think the next one coming up is down in Branson, Missouri, uh, which is uh, Branson has. And I grew up there. So there's uh, there's some very interesting spiritual places there. And then head down to Eureka Springs and just go get charged up because Eureka Springs is cray. And, and then we'll be back here September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Perfect. Yep. So come join it and do say hi to Joe and look her up on Facebook because she's just a terrific person. And, oh, thank uh, you. And this was really surprising because so much of this was nailed spot on. Appreciate it, Joe. You're Thanks welcome. for joining me here on Sideways No Boulevard. problem. Anytime.
At a uh, convention like this, you have the chance to make connections with people, uh, so many writers, creators, uh, connectors with also different realms, different worlds, and uh, uh, different living entities. And it's fascinating. And one of the people I've been looking so forward to be to talk to is Rupert Cortage. Rupert is the founder of the Global CE5 community, and we will talk about that in just a second. Uh, also author of Aliens, Avatars, Ghosts, and God, a sci-fi novel about the spirit realm. He's got a class, uh, first-class honors degree in physics at all from University of Leicester in England. <laughs> or is it, did I say it right? Leicester. Dang it, dang it. I was even practicing earlier. Uh, <laughs> University of Leicester in England. Uh, and there were other things attached to that. It was, it was like an honors, first class honors degree in physics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Rupert, welcome to Sideways Boulevard. Let's establish though, what is CE5? CE5 stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And uh, what that is, is basically human-initiated contact with aliens. So when you say human-initiated, um, I had never really thought about it before because, you know, you've got uh, Close Encounters, First Kind, Second Kind, Third Kind, etc., etc. And I hadn't really thought about the fact that, well, wait a minute, what if we called out rather than it coming to us? Uh, how did you how did you figure this out? How did you discover uh, this close encounters of the fifth kind? Was it a personal experience? Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, I've been studying the paranormal my whole life, which includes for me uh, things like aliens, and um, as a scientist, also a space scientist, I've. Uh, put together a fairly complete picture of what I consider to be reality, the whole of reality, the paranormal, and uh, that which is presently explained by science. Um, and when you have a complete picture and you understand that humans have spirits and spiritual capabilities and the ability to project our spirits or consciousnesses or astral bodies to other times and places in the universe, a natural consequence of that is you can encounter any alien life that is out there. And um, so reaching out to alien beings in this way spiritually, it's not something that I came up with. It's not a new thing. I think it was 1953 that an organization, I think it was called something like the Flying Saucer Bureau of America or something like that, they, they came up with the, the idea initially of, let's get all of our members to simultaneously, at the same time, reach out telepathically and give a set message, which was written out for them in advance, give the set message to any beings that are out there, telepathically, spiritually. Um, and they called this event World Contact Day. And uh, that's really the start of what is today's modern CE5 movement. So making this contact, when you when you astrally project, uh, are the are the individuals that you contact on on the I'm, I'm going to use for uh, lack of a better term on the other side, are they concurrent? Uh, are these aliens that you contact they are living somewhere out in the universe concurrent with our time, or are they on a different dimension? Uh, where is it that this contact is going to? Yeah, so I distinguish between 
spatial dimensions and uh, temporal dimensions to do with time. Okay. So um, I would say that everywhere in the universe has all of the dimensions associated with it right here, right now. We, we have around us all of the extra dimensions of space, uh, just like a two-dimensional sheet of paper may have around it in the, the rest of the room extra dimensions of space. So these extra dimensions of space are all around us, but that's not a different time. Uh, right. Time, well, time is complicated. It's more than just one-dimensional, but you can travel to different places on the timeline. So when we astrally project, uh, and this is not just us, anybody can do this, we can take our, our spirits forwards through time or backwards through time and connect with any beings that are there. So really there is no limitation. Typically we're, we're remote viewing with beings in the, in the present time uh, in different locations in space. Okay, that, and that's where it is, because that, uh, that was my next question. Was, uh, uh, so when you get together as a group, uh, because this is a group, okay, with the group thing, is it to, to combine energies and make the signal stronger? Uh, what is it about coming together as a group that makes it more functional? When you come together in a group with a shared purpose, it does give, I think psychologically and spiritually, um, more power to what you're doing. And it, it is perceived by other conscious beings out there as being more powerful. Um, so I think it's a combination of different effects. The, the other thing which is wonderful about doing this sort of thing with a group is that if, if you're doing it by yourself and you have this profound experience and you have a conversation with an alien, well, how can you prove that that was real and not just your imagination? But when you're doing it with a group of people and four or five people in the group hear the same responses to your questions and see the yes. same type of being, you have proof there. Yeah, it's nice to have affirmation. Yes. Instead, is it just my, my earballs? Um, the the some of the ways you've got this uh, great contact sheet uh, that talks about what CE five is close encounters of the fifth kind human initiated contact with aliens and going down it you've got a Facebook group which by the way I applied to join last night uh, there's a Patreon group a meetup group uh, there are some other Facebook Facebook groups because there's one for Missouri CE five there's one for Kansas CE five and if you want to find out more about um, uh, Rupert and and this type of information and CE five contact uh, you can go to YouTube and look up Rupert Kortosh, K-O-R-T-O-S-H, Rupert Kortosh, and you'll be able to find Rupert's videos there. Now, Rupert, um, you you personally, have you, through CE5 and through some of these events and these these get-togethers, you, you mainly get together one uh, via Zoom right now because we're all, you know, distance gathering. Um, have you, what's been your contact? What have what have you touched and gotten messages back from? Mm. Well, first of all, I will say that um, one of the great things about CE5 is you can do it anywhere. You can do it in, you could do it inside, you can do it outside, 
And we do have, the majority of our meetings at the moment are on Zoom right. uh, with people all around the world. But when we go outside, there are not the same restrictions. We can socially distance as much as we like. And so we actually have a, a fairly um, full tour schedule this year. We're, we're traveling around uh, to 24 different states, uh, hosting about 50 different events uh, in just the next six months. And also... Whew, Canada. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, 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 you can, certainly can do it outside. With respect to things that I personally have experienced, um, the most profound experiences yeah. I think I'm having um, on a regular basis are with a being that we've connected with that we refer to as Tuk Tuk. Okay. Now, w several months ago, we reached out... Uh, in one of our Zoom sessions to try to connect with any beings out there that are healing beings. Exactly. And uh, we connected with this being where everybody saw the same thing. Well, several people saw the same thing and several people heard the same name of being, which is all variations of a two-syllable tuk-tuk sound. Yeah. Uh, not, not English, not human language, but tuk-tuk is the closest we can come to saying it. And this being is a beautiful, benevolent being who originally presented itself to us in a humanoid form so that we would recognize it as being sentient. But actually, uh, now that we've had time to get to know her, we understand that she's not humanoid in her natural form. She is more like a giant teardrop shape, a being who has smaller teardrop-shaped babies within her who come and go from within uh -huh. her. She lives in a, in, on an interface between two liquid layers of a, a planet. And uh, she comes to us on a weekly basis and performs healing on us. No kidding. Now, that's kind of amazing. That, uh, that is uh, completely unexpected uh, because, I you know, with communication, etc., but actual affectation of uh of the individuals who are communicating so tuk tuk uh does healings and you're talking uh, are you talking psychic healing so healing part of your soul etc or are there physical manifestations um that's a, that's a good question um because she's so far off she can't right. come to us physically so right. she astrally projects to us she's far more spiritually capable than we are so she she's able to do this she comes into our home and when i say she she and her colleagues often there are three beings that people find have come in, in, into their homes spiritually and just like somebody may work with the spirit people call it spiritual energy like when, right. when we do reiki healing or energy healing that's what she does, but she can do it just much, much more effectively than we can. Now, the, the spirit, our spiritual bodies and our biological bodies are, are very intimate matches with each other. It's not like an empty container uh, where, with something completely different fitting inside. Right. They're, they're very, very similar. The, the spirit looks almost identical to the, the biological. And there is a force that connects the spiritual body to the biological body. It's an interdimensional force. Right. I should give it a name because I... That'd I, be I a great idea. Yeah, I, I'm the one who's... But not Steve. That's boring. <laughs> Come up with something better. Yeah. Um, but um, we know this is there. I mean, for example, if you were to walk down the corridor here, you wouldn't leave your spirit behind. It right. goes with you. And it's not just because you're conscious. Uh, 
everything, this, this cup in front of me, would have spiritual matter within it, which I call Caretha, and you move it around to different locations and it doesn't leave the spirit behind. Right. When the earth moves around the sun, we don't leave our spirits behind and so forth. So there's this attractive force between them. And if you can understand that, then you can do self-healing and you can understand how other people can heal you. Because if you, if you understand that you can compel your spirit to move anywhere, like we do when we astrally project, right. you can compel your spirit to change its shape. You can, for example, compel a spiritually crooked spine to straighten up. And when you do that, there is an attractive force between the spiritual and the biological, and therefore the, the biological feels a force pulling it back into shape. And you can go around your entire body, which we do. We do self-healing, and we also do healing with tuk-tuk. And we can spiritually heal ourselves, and that is then conducive to physical healing. And if right. you go to my YouTube channel and look up the video that says healing, I think it's the last video in there, um, you, there are some people in there that have been healed in, in our sessions and you can listen to their stories. Well, I'm going to have to work on that spiritual beefcake <laughs> and see what I can do with it. That, that is so very interesting. So there's, the, here's the super positive contact uh, with Tuk Tuk, with uh, this uh, person or this being uh, outside of ourselves and outside of our, our, uh, our solar system. So... <sighs> With, it, with the yin and yang of existence, are there some contacts where it's like, we need to sever this? Has anything ever happened where you've contacted a, a being that it's like, you know what? We need to not contact that one. That has not ever happened with us. And oh, the, good. The, the reason why is because when you, when you actually project consciously, you can take yourself to any location you want to. You can imagine astral projecting a little bit like walking down a street uh, and there are houses or buildings either side of the street and you're, you're walking down the street. You can choose which building to go up to and knock on the door to and go inside of. Um, and that is exactly what we do. It's targeted astral projection. That's what remote viewing is. It's actually far safer to remote view or astrally project than it is simply to fall asleep. Because when you fall asleep, that's like you're walking, running around that whole street, just randomly knocking, uh, walking in through doors and windows. And you, you, you're far more likely to encounter negative beings just when you sleep than when you deliberately, purposefully remote view benevolent beings. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So basically, you're, you're already dialing in the address. Yes. And uh, okay, that that is so cool. And being able to do it with a large group of people all in the same, all in basically the same place, whether it's like a Kansas group or Missouri group, where you get together uh, physically, or you're on the. Tell tell us a little bit about this tour where you're going to different places and connecting with with people in the place, and then making the connections beyond it astrally. Yeah. Well. Global CE5 is, is our parent group, but we have a group in every, every U.S. state. And if you join those individual state groups, then we, we host events. You can sign up for events in those different groups, in those different states. And this tour that we're going on, it's basically uh, we just drew, drew a path that we wanted to go on the map. Uh, we, we had about eight weeks to do this. And so... We are, we are starting in uh, the Missouri area. We're going through, uh, well, I'm not going to list all of the states, but yes. we go... We, we well, go there's 50 of them, so we'll figure that out. <laughs> almost all of the states west of here. 
Oh, nice, uh, nice. We're going to. And a uh, few, few more. Uh, we've just been to a few east, east right. of here, and uh, we're also going to be head, driving up to to Canada, um, oh, to so Long fun. Point, Ontario. And basically, it's uh, you, know, you, 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 you travel three uh, for three or four hours to the next location, and then you do a CE5 event in the evening, and then you get back on the road the, the next day, drive a few more hours, and do another event, and. We, um, we're, we're having some amazing high points in our tour. Sure. We're going to be uh, camping in a location uh, north of Las Vegas where we are in contact with tall white beings in the desert. And they've invited us to go out further into the desert to where they are. So um, they're a little bit nervous, understandably, of humans. Sure. Uh, sure. But we're hoping that that camping with them is going to be quite a special experience and, ma and make a good bond and a connection how yeah. cool uh, camping does that but uh, don't bring s'mores because they'll get it <laughs> in the bottom of their sleeping bag it'll be awful for the global ce5 group look it up on facebook a ce5 global that's simple and then there's also uh, on it's on patreon global ce5 meetup global ce5 there are other facebook groups like missouri ce5 kansas ce5 and be sure to look up rupert kortosh k-o-r-t-o-s-h look for those videos on youtube and you can see what this is about and even see uh some of the artistic interpretations of uh tuk-tuks uh, look, and you can even see the kind of kindness in the drawing, which is uh, which is pretty awesome. Rupert, I so appreciate your taking time away from your booth to come over here and chat with us here at uh, Sideways Boulevard. You're very appreciated. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Again, many thanks to April and Bettina from KC Spirit and Paranormal for allowing us to be there to sell books and to talk to cool people about cool stuff. Had such a great time. KC Spirit and Paranormal will be having an event in Branson, Missouri, and also another event in fall in Kansas City. They're just going to keep on rocking and rolling, so keep an eye on their Facebook page. That's KC Spirit and Paranormal. And thank you for listening to Sideways Boulevard. We're three Kansas City horror authors who love to get together and research and talk about some really unique stuff. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, look us up on Twitter, and at some point, I promise, I'll get a website going. I've just really sucked at it so far. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next time here on Sideways Boulevard.